BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Montreal is favored by three at home over the Hamilton Tiger Cats in the Eastern semifinals. Deal or no deal? No deal. I picked Hamilton to win the game outright, and I think they will. They're hot, and I think they're headed to the great Cup. The BC Lions are favored by 2.5 at home over the Calgary Stampeders in the Western semifinal. Deal or no deal? You know what? I'm going to take the deal. It's Amar Dolman. He's got me pumped. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Uh, Football Friday. This is the warm-up, however, so we're going to cover all sports and all things. We're going to cover life and uh, all the rest. I'm very excited about the program today because rock legend Tom Cochran is coming on. Hour 2, 120 Eastern, 1120 Mountain, which is where we reside out here in Alberta, God's country. We're live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino Calgary's entertainment destination at the Stage Bar. And also coming up today, former Calgary Stampeder and Nevada Wolfpack offensive lineman John Bender. I'm going to tell you right now, why not bring in the moose from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle? Moose, I'm getting great hair. I'm getting a real universe connection today. My guides are coming through, as they would say. Listen, I woke up this morning and I had a text message from one Cody Fajardo, who informed me that he is back in Nevada, Made the long road trip back there with his young family, and he'll be in touch, and the rest will be between us. But then we got John Bender, who played for the Nevada Wolfpack, but with Colin Kaepernick. And he's going to be with us live here at the Gray Eagle. Our COO, Lee Genier, is in the house. He's going to be coming up. So, dude, are you ready for a very exciting show as we close this week? I am so ready. The universe thing is, is awesome. I was having a great call with one of our friends, Leighton Burton, who's heading up the journalism program at the University of Regina. We have those great interns that roll through our program. He said he's going to call you probably next week, but he's in the car going to Winnipeg. They're listening to the program right now. I think he's going to go watch the Winnipeg Jets. I think the Blackhawks are rolling through town. So a lot of good vibes on the Friday, Rod. Uh, yes, for sure. Although, can you hit the quick six, Showhorn Director Jordan, and then we'll go for I did trigger some people that don't have the same views as I do, uh, not even necessarily politically, (laughs) and Leighton might fall into that side of things, but that's okay. We love each other. We've been friends for a long time. Um, I'm going to go with the NHL morning skate, even though it is football Friday here, because here's what happened. 13 games last night. I'm not going to get into them all, but Andre Kuzmenko scored his first NHL hat trick, added an assist as the Vancouver Canucks beat the Anaheim Ducks 8-5. You would think that was the wildest game of the night, and it probably was. But up at Edmonton, the Oilers conceded three third-period goals after being up 3-1 and lost 4-3 to the Devils. They got pantsed. Derek Ryan, Neon Leon, and Connor McDavid 
all scored for Edmonton, who were denied a sixth straight win. In Winnipeg, they're very excited, and they should be. Kyle Connor scored in overtime as the Winnipeg Jets defeated the Montreal Canadien at Canada Life Center. I think it was... Was it 3-2 or 4-3? Either way, Pierre-Luc Dubois and Blake Wheeler scored uh, for the Jets. guess it was 3-2. Meanwhile, Nick Suzuki and Kirby Dock, Hickory Dickory Dock, Kirby Dock scored for the Habs. Here in Calgary, the Flames dropped their third in a row in a tough 4-1 loss to the Nashville Predators. Nashville jumped out to a 3-0 lead before Calgary got on the board behind a Blake Coleman goal, my favorite Flame in the third. Darren, I swear I was there and I was in the lower bowl I think I heard boos at the end of the first period, like almost booing them off the ice. Our guest is here, Lee. If you could uh, please uh, say, hey, thanks, Lee. John Bender's just showed up. John Bender's in the building. Um, And anyways, I'm writing messages to the media up on the press box. I'm like, did I hear the Flames got booed off the ice? And they were like, nope, 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 you're hearing things. And I'm like, okay, maybe. That's been known to happen. But I was uh, hanging out with Brett Wilson, uh, the owner of the Nashville Predators, and that was cool. And I, listen, I'm not going to get into any kind of political war here today. I don't, I don't have the energy. But people are writing our blog anonymously, DMing me anonymously because they don't have the stones to come out publicly <laughs> and say what they think. And they're like, no, this is very clear what you're all about. I'm not reading your website anymore. I'm unfollowing you. And I'm like, what? Because he's a friend. Brett Wilson's been unbelievable to me. Personally, he's been a mentor to me. And then I'm like, wait, what? You have a problem that I'm pro-Western Canada, pro-energy, pro-oil and gas, pro-ag, pro-beef. If you don't like that, goodbye. I don't want you following me. And forget about the sports side of things. Brett Wilson's just a friend, and he's been great to me. So anyways, I told you I've been fighting off these people this morning. So uh, are you okay with that, Moose? I'm okay with it because you know what? I know it's not political. I know the person that no. you are. It, I mean, it's it's your background. I, I have no problem with that. But uh, um, again, people just want to create the association and not actually understand who we are as human beings. And it's a you know two people talking and, and connecting two Saskatchewan uh, guys who have gone and done some great things. Um, forget about political stuff. Yeah, that's what it was. Now. Before we move on to Thursday Night Football World Series, I don't know if you have it in front of you, but you were reading me and sending me some TikTok comments from, because uh, I'm not even on TikTok. I can't figure out how to download it on my phone because I'm in the U.S. region up here in Canada. Blah. You have them handy? So you put my NHL wanna... top five there. or the Yeah, whatever. Just give us a yeah. couple. Read, read us angry okay. TikTok comments. Yeah. No. Um, you can answer these, but... Um... Ryan, uh, Ryan writes in and he says, how is Vegas number one in the West when you have Edmonton ahead of them overall in your top five? So Vegas is one in the West, but you've got Edmonton rated, rated higher. Standings don't matter. Standings don't matter. As of right now, the Calgary Flames would be in my bottom five based on what's gone on in the last week. But I'm talking about who is the talented teams. And so it's not about standings. Next. I love it. Uh, B writes in Buffalo has had a complete shift in team dynamics. They actually care and play with meaning. They think that Buffalo is a top eight for sure. Where do you sit on Buffalo? Good for them. I have the show. They don't go do your own TikTok video. The Buffalo Sabres are still the Buffalo Sabres until we realize that they're not the Buffalo Sabres. Next. All right. The last one came in from Derek. He said, three of your top teams are in the Pacific. So he's asking, did they go from the weakest division to the toughest division now? 
Who said it was the weakest division? Based on what? They thought the Eastern Conference last year was, was a romp. Remember, all, all, every team in the playoffs had 100 points in the Eastern Conference. Pardon me. And the team that won was the Colorado Avalanche out of the West. So thanks for playing. Thanks for following. But you don't know anything. First, a word from our sponsor. From Edo, Japan, with more than 160 restaurants nationwide, Edo, Japan is proud to be Canadian-owned and operated for more than 40 years. Thursday night football, Jalen Hurts threw for 243 yards and two touchdowns, and the Philadelphia Eagles overcame a slow start to get a 29-17 win over the Houston Texans, giving them their first 8-0 start in franchise history. Moose, I didn't even watch a snap. Um, I was hanging out with Brett Wilson in the Saddle Dome. So how was the game? It was it was actually okay. I wasn't uh, really geared up for it, but Houston played Philly tough. But in the end, their defense and um, you know Jalen Hurts and this group, they're too good. They're too good, um, and so they survived a little bit of a scare. But it ended up being better than you expected it to be. Well, that's good. I just saw Texas Texans on the schedule. I'm like, this will be a dud. And um, Philly won at 29-17. Good for the Eagles. Their fans are probably the most annoying in the NFL, save for the Dallas Cowboys, of which I'm one. Cowboys fans. So good for them. They're earning it. So fly, Eagles fly. Um, Folks, New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community. And to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary, open to families and the general public in support of Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations presented by New York Fries. Point three, Justin Verlander overcame an early jolt to grit out the World Series win that long eluded him. Rookie Jeremy Pena hit a go-ahead home run, and the Houston Astros beat the Philadelphia Phillies 3-2 to head home with a 3-2 lead Thursday night. They can clinch it at home on Saturday. World Series coverage for Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. They're hiring now. Find everything you need to know about Bronco at broncoplumbing.com and our Facebook and Instagram pages. They're the preferred plumbing, heating, and cooling company, the RP Show. Um, We're doing well here for time. Uh, CFL Division Semifinal playoff games go this weekend, and I'll stop right here and say that's our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. And I know it's a little bit of a headache to vote on it. you got to stop and think. We've got four polls options there. Are the home teams going to win, the road teams going to both win, or a split of both? I think Montreal and Calgary are going to win. Darren, you've gone on record, and we'll say it again. You are on record as saying you think Hamilton and BC are going to win, correct? You're the exact opposite of me. Did you see that? Yeah, BC and Hamilton. Okay. We're supposed to be hearing today an announcement on the Grey Cup halftime show. That's the word I got out of the CFL office, and I got to thank the CFL. I've been accredited for every single event of the 2022 CFL championship in uh, Regina, so thank you, CFL, for doing that. Um, So, yeah, the games, the halftime announcement, CFL's front and center right now, Moose. You should be announcing that, and, and it should be exciting. We're hearing rumblings of this name and that name, and so we don't really know who it's going to be. But I hope for the the sake of the act, whoever's chosen, that, you know, it goes over well. And I hope they have a good show because it's a tough position for them to be in right now. Very tough spot. Uh, yeah. But we're CFL fans. We always will be. By the way, coming up in hour two, Tom Cochran. He's appearing tonight here at the Great Eagle Event Center. Saturday, Lee tells me at River Cree in Edmonton. You can win tickets to the Tom Cochran show tonight at Great Eagle Event Center by texting TICKETS, all caps, 
to 902-518-3033 to enter. Obviously, it would be nice if you're in the Calgary area, if you're watching right now on Game Plus or listening on the radio or streaming. The winner will be picked randomly after the show today and be notified you'll be coming to the show tonight, Tom Cochran, here at the Event Center. Uh, That is very exciting. I can't wait to interview Tom Cochran. Okay, Moose, because I don't think you're going to be on again today, we're going to do an abbreviated NFL deal or no deal for... Week was it nine in the National Football? Abbreviated. So these are the big games that I've identified. Our Falcons hashtag rise up because we're on the air. WQEE, your southern home of sports and talk in Atlanta right now. Falcons home to the LA Chargers. LA favored by three at Mercedes Stadium. Deal or no deal? Toughest game to pick, but uh, I'm going to go with deal. Chargers have too much talent. Nay, I'm all Falcons all the time. The Miami Dolphins are at the Chicago Bears, and the Finns are favored by 4.5 on the road. Deal or no deal? I'll take the deal. Tua's got something special with that team. Uh, the Green Bay Packers. I'm just following this because of the train wreck that is Aaron Rodgers. I'm not the biggest fan of Aaron Rodgers, but I'll, I'll give him kudos for being unapologetically him. The Packers are at the Detroit Lions, and the Packers are favored by 3.5 points. Deal or no deal? I'll take the deal. Slump buster for the Packers. Tennessee Titans at the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know. It's hard for you to pick for your team. I know your favorite team, the Titans. They are, they are underdogs, obviously, at KC. 12 and a half Kansas City favorite at Arrowhead. Deal or no deal? Oh, no deal. And this is the football guy saying it, not the Titan fan. Um, Tennessee's defense is one of the top defenses in the NFL right now. Um, They'll keep it closer than 12 and a half. I don't think they'll win, though. Lastly, Los Angeles Rams at Tampa, at Tampa Bay. The Bucks are favored by three at home over the Los Angeles Rams. Isn't that interesting, the way that the uh, Bucks are playing? Well, they've lost three in a row, four of five, but they're favored at home over the Rams. Deal or no deal? They're only one game back of the division lead, but the Rams are struggling, too. Um, I'll take the deal. Something's not right with the Rams. Uh, Kevin, the medium has chimed in. He said, BC Lions in Montreal, take it to the bank. And in Seattle, you will be a happy better. Take that to the bank. From Jeff V. Stamps fans, got the line of the week. Says, I'm starting to think the 2023 Grey Cup halftime announcement will be made before the 2022 halftime announcement. Right. We have still plenty of time here. Uh, in the warm-up. And then John Bender joins us, former Nevada Wolfpack offensive lineman and the Calgary Stampeders, teammate of Colin Kaepernick. Um, because it is Football Friday, huge college football weekend, point 10. I got some big games here. Georgia Bulldogs home to Tennessee. The Bulldogs favored by eight. Alabama Crimson tied at LSU. Serena's favorite team against my favorite team. Tied favored by 13 and a half. Clemson at Notre Dame. Clemson favored by three and a half on the road. But a huge weekend for Canada West football. The semifinals. Manitoba at Saskatchewan Huskies, UBC Thunderbirds at the Regina Rams. Which one are you calling? I think you told me, but I forgot. Yeah, I'm calling the UBC uh, Regina game and uh, just had my conversations with UBC uh, coaches, players, personnel yesterday and talking to the Rams today. This is a game where I can't tell you who's going to win. I have no idea. And those are the most exciting to call. That's your prediction? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know who's going to win. I think this is going to be a fun game. Uh, UBC's played a lot better in the second half, and this is the best Regina Rams team we've seen in, 
you know, in seven or eight years, it feels like. So um, very exciting. And I'm expecting with playoff football in Regina, what, uh, what could be better for the folks here in Saskatchewan? Yeah. And uh, that's the fun thing about our show. Golden Corral of sports talk. It's a little bit of everything for everybody, but I was reading the game notes. Here we go. Here we go. Ryan, our radio has chimed in. Moses from WQEE, the key. He says, RP is Atlanta. Hashtag true to Atlanta. Time for another great show. But I will drop in just some Canadian University. I was reading the game notes. This is the first time in history that both Canada West semifinals are being played in Saskatchewan on the same day. First time ever. And Darren said he's got the Rams and the Thunderbirds game. It's on TELUS television, uh, SaskTel television, Bell MTS, all the same cable carriers that carry this fine program on Game Plus TV. So that's exciting. And uh, in 60 seconds or less, any parting shots from you as you, this is it, dude. Weekend time. Yeah, this is it. I I hope everybody has a great weekend. Um, Looking forward to it. Both, uh, you know, hockey tomorrow are obviously a big slate of university football games. And then NFL on Sunday, man. You enjoy uh, chatting with Tom Cochran and enjoy your weekend. too. I can't wait. It's going to be emotional. Thanks, Moose. Appreciate you. John Bender in next, and uh, on the way, no regrets, Tom Cochran. We're live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and on your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community, and to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. And we're back live at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. Look at that beautiful place here uh, in the foothills. I dropped by Windsport Arena yesterday, by the way, guys. I hear Ryan in my ear, our technical producer. Ryan, I thought you'd be out here doing the pan-continental curling. That's why I was looking for you. You have to tell me what's going on, which of the IKS crew is there. But we're at Grey Eagle, Calgary's entertainment destination. It's football Friday, and I'm so pleased to welcome in John Bender. And he is uh, a football name, but you played at Nevada, played for the Calgary Stampeders. How does a guy... By the way, welcome, John. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate your longtime support of this show and all the rest. How's a guy from Three Hills, Alberta, end up playing with Colin Kaepernick with the Nevada Wolfpack? Can we start there? Sure. That's a great question, actually. <laughs> that's what so, I do. Yeah, for sure. So uh, when I was in... Uh, when I was growing up in Three Hills, um, you know, I was playing sports, obviously, played basketball, track and field, things like that, playing at the provincial level and doing all those things. And I uh, talked to a lot of people that played football and thought that that would be a great fit for me. So I had an uncle that lived in and around the Cochrane area and moved in with him and then uh, started playing football at Cochrane High School in grade 11, grade 12. Um, when I was playing at Cochrane High, uh, my offensive line coach was John Forzani. One of our uh, DB coaches was Ted Heller. They would eventually buy the Sam Peters together. And, um, you know, when we were um, playing, you know, we had a game, game at McMahon Stadium. Jim Barker, who was the Stampeders GM at the time, he watched me play. 
and uh, he had connections to the University of Nevada. That's where he was a wide receiver coach previously. And uh, he reached out to Coach Chris Alt, told him, we got a kid up here who's 6'8", 320. You might want to take a look at him. And, uh, you know, and from there, I uh, you know, eventually ended up with a scholarship offer for the University of Nevada. And uh, I played there for, you know, was there for five seasons, started for four. And, yeah, uh, the exact same time Colin Kaepernick was there. We were good friends and uh, started to play a lot of football together. And before I get into the cap thing, you're doing some media hits. Tell our viewers. The Calgary viewers would know your name and CFL fans, but for those that don't, you're a regular on the radio here too. Yeah, for sure. I've been uh, going on Sportsnet 960, and then I've done a few podcasts over the years as well. And, uh, yeah, pretty regularly on radio or podcasts or doing some sort of media hits with uh, either CFL or NFL and in and around, you know, in the on a lot of different shows in Western Canada, including the Rod Peterson show now. Yeah, absolutely. And we're so happy to have you. Hopefully we can make it a regular thing. For sure. We're not going anywhere, and I, other than back to Florida here before too, too long, but uh, you get it. Cap. So when all this went down with the Nealon controversy, is he misunderstood at all? Is there something about Colin Kaepernick that we're not getting? Where I mean, are you on that? So I think top to bottom, you have to remember, like, I know Colin very well, the human, the family, everything that goes around with that. So I think that, um, you know, I think Colin's coming from a good place with all of this, of course. I think that, you know, what he's trying to do and what he's trying to, you know, show is that there are, you know, some things that we need that he thinks that America needs to change. And, um, you know, I think that he was trying to get that point across, wasn't getting a lot of attention. And when he knelt for the anthem, he sure got everyone's attention. And, uh, you know, it all became, became a talking point. And unfortunately, I think a lot of his message was lost through the medium that he did that. Through kneeling for the anthem, people were saying that he was disrespecting military, things like that. I don't think that's his message at all. That's not what he's trying to get across. And, um, you know, I think that, uh, unfortunately, the NFL and the owners have decided that uh, they no longer want to have him in the league. He's obviously an NFL quarterback, should be an NFL quarterback, is such a great athlete that he would be a guy that they would, you know, exercise every opportunity, whether playing at a wide receiver like Terrell Pryor or someone similar. Or he, he never got that, got that opportunity. So that tells me, you know, above and beyond, you know, the quarterback, he was a better quarterback than Terrell Pryor was as a pro as well, that, you know, he never got the opportunity. You know, there was rumors, you know, I think there was a release that came out that he settled with the NFL for an undisclosed amount previously. I'd imagine he's going to continue to get paid for a while from the NFL just to kind of not be there, which is unfortunate. But, uh, I mean, it's the way things have played out, and uh, that, that's, that's the reality we live in. Life's about choices. For sure. Uh, can you make a quick answer out of this one? It's a great question. I just don't want to take too much time on it. Dan in Saskatoon says, was the pistol offense that is seen everywhere in football now indeed invented by Chris Alt while you were at Nevada? Uh, so it was invented just before I got to the University of Nevada. But, yes, they invented the pistol offense, and they told us they were drawing it up on tape in the, you know, in the locker room trying to figure out a way that would make it work. And throughout my career at Nevada, we tweaked it a little bit, but um, you know, that was definitely their bread and butter. That's what they're known for is you know, starting the pistol offense. There you go. Thank you. Now, just one more thing on Nevada. As I said to John when he showed up here and at the start of the show, I'm getting a real karma universe thing today because I woke up and had a phone uh, a text from Cody Fajardo, formerly of the Nevada Wolfpack. And you being a CFL alum and watching the league very closely must have a take of how that story is ending in Saskatchewan. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's a guy I know as well. When I was a senior, Cody was a freshman at Nevada. And, uh, you know, we used to always joke with our defense that he would tear them up at practice. So we'd see the guys in the locker room and say, you know, 
don't make me send Cody after you guys. Get it going again. But, uh, you know, little things like that. But, yeah, I think Cody's kind of got a tough deal this year. Uh, he was obviously hurt, played hurt, you know, did everything he can for the you know, Rough Riders organization, trying to, you know, be warrior, battle through some pain, battle through some injury, and, you know, lead the team as far as he could and do as well as he could. And, unfortunately, you know, he – I don't think played as well as he could have because of the injury. And now, you know, I don't know if the team or the organization's using that as an opportunity to move on from Cody because I know that a lot of uh, people in the organization, it sure seemed like the end of the year that, you know, they weren't doing everything they could to make the playoffs with playing, you know, the, the backup quarterbacks the last two games, even when the playoff spot was still open in the second game there. So I thought that was very interesting, but, uh, you know, it's the CFL, you know, there's a lot of non-guaranteed contracts. So there's an opportunity to restructure a quarterback's contract or anyone else's contract. It sure seems like a lot of these organizations take advantage of that. Well, uh, yeah, it was good to hear from Cody. The contents, obviously, of our conversation are between us, but uh, and he's not saying too much right now. He's just looking forward to free agency and excited to be back in Reno because that's where he's made his home, right? So, you know, and for you, there's a lot of questions coming in for you. Very popular guy, John. Uh, which I appreciate you spending the time here, but you like you only spent one year with the Stamps. You're clearly good enough to have a long career. What made you decide to move into the industry you're in now? Back then, well, the this yeah. So I had a pretty disappointing CFL career. I'll say that first and foremost. You know, in the 2010 CFL draft, I was one of the top-rated uh, you know CFL draft picks. And I got to the Stampeders, and, you know, week, you know, day three of week one, I ended up with a staff infection. And, you know, um, the Stampeders, you know, they've been a great organization for a lot of years. There's a lot of talent in there. You know, you look at the backups on the team when I was there. You know, Stanley Bryant didn't start when I was on the Stampeders. Hmm. You know, Tony Washington, yeah, Tony Washington had a hard time starting when I was on the Stampeders. Spencer Wilson and John Gott were backups with me. And those guys both ended up playing Stars. for, you know, yeah. five, ten years in the CFL. So, I mean, there's just loaded with talent top to bottom. And, unfortunately, I wasn't able to break in there and, uh, you know, get my get on the field. And, you know, got a staph infection, sat out most of the season, my rookie season. 2012, came back, was healthy, felt like I could contribute. Fortunately, got released with a number squeeze there towards the end of the training camp. And, uh, you know, when other teams in the CFL were interested in signing me, it was more or less, you know, like – you know, here's a league minimum for three years. How does that look? And not a lot of bonuses. And I was like, you know what? You know, I've got a degree. I can go make similar money doing something else, not as hard on my body. My family situation at the time, you know, I had a parent that was sick and just wanted to stay close to home. So I ended up doing that and, uh, you know, it's been close to home here now and started my financial planning practice. I'm a decade in the business and I'm, you know, really enjoying that where it's at. Good for you. And uh, analyzing football. So seems like life is good. So for good sure. For yeah. No, it's it, it, it's been a good fit all around. So to this weekend's semifinals, the uh, Bet Regal is our exclusive betting partner as well as the CFLs, and they have the home teams favored by about 2.5 points. Hamilton at Montreal in the east, Calgary at BC in the west. Home teams favored by 2.5 points. How do you think the, these games are going to go? You know, I'm really interested to see what happens in the East there. I think Hamilton's really come on strong. They're a team that really struggled out the gate, but uh, they've come on strong. But I think they've got some great things in Montreal, too. They can really run the football. They can move the ball as well. So it'll be interesting to me to see how that plays out because I think it's just, you know, which team's hottest at this moment in time. I think Montreal having the home field advantage obviously, you know, helps. So, I mean, essentially it's a pickup with home teams, right, with their two and a half points. So, I mean, yeah, it's anybody's game. But, yeah, I would look to the, you know, to the Ticats as a team that's been there. 
You know, they've been mm-hmm. in the, you know, can't, can't quite win a great cup, but been close a lot of times here over the years, especially the last few years. And I would look at them as a team that's uh, going to, you know, find an opportunity to, you know, get it done in crunch time. And we look at the Stampeders BC Lions. I mean, that's got to be the premier event, you know, in Canada, I think, this weekend because, you know, you got Nathan Rourke, a great CFL quarterback, you know, great Canadian quarterback who's, uh, you know, had an opportunity now here to really show you know, on the national stage in crunch time and playoff game, his first playoff start, what he can do against a team that's been, you know, a perennial contender here since, you know, John Huffnagel showed up again in 2008. So, uh, you know, I think that that'd be a great opportunity for Nathan Rourke to show and Jay Jake Mayer, you know, he's kind of new on the scene here as well with the Calgary Stampeders, you know, kind of taking over for Bo Levi Mitchell. And it's no easy feat taking over for Bo because Bo's been such a mainstay and such a great guy in the community and, you know, also been to five great cups in the last decade. So, you know, if Jake Mayer can take that next step, I think we got two great young quarterbacks in the CFL. We want to see, you know, who can take that next step and show what they can do here in the in the West playoff game. I can see why you're on the radio and have podcasts. <laughs> Very well spoken. Jack Fulton, you would know Jack. Yeah. Watching out in Vulcan, he says, a huge thank you to John for his work with Life Choice Dynamics, helping CFL players prepare for financial success. I'm guessing you do that as a... As a service, yeah, I, yeah. I usually drop by the Calgary St. Peter's locker room, you know, once a year or so, just kind of give them a rundown of these are some different things that life's going to hit you with over the next five to ten years. Talk to some guys about some simple stuff like you know, this is how investments work. This is, you know, how you would set up investment accounts. You know, some of the guys have kids. Talk to them. You know, maybe looking at life insurance and things like that might be option. This is how you set up a mortgage. Just kind of going through the ins and outs of financial planning, and you know, I get lots of questions. So it's good that the guys are engaged, and when they come to those events you know then i see them at other events throughout the year and they always come up and have follow-up questions and stuff like that so it's good isn't that rewarding for sure now to these playoff games you talk about getting hot at the right time i think hamilton's won four in a row and you talk about the veteran status of that team they've been in the last two championships so do you think that despite their early season foibles that they're hot like you're a believer in that Absolutely. I mean, they, you know, the, you know, if we look at the last few games for them in the last month, they beat the Calgary Stampeders at home. Yeah. You know, how many teams have done that over what the years? What a finish, by the way. What a finish. Yeah, unbelievable game. And yeah. they, they never stopped believing. They had no quit. A lot of teams, when they come to McMahon Stadium over the years, you know, especially at 12 and 16 at the Calgary St. Peter's were this year, I know that they're not the usual 8 and 1 or 9 and 0 home team they've been over the years, but it's no easy feat to come here, win, you know, in October at McMahon Stadium. So I was very impressed with them when they did that. And then, you know, they had to go, you know, when the Riders came into town, they had to beat the Riders too, just to stay. So, you know, they never quit you know they've really fought to get to where they are to get to the playoffs some people had them written off you know a month ago or you know six weeks ago and they really fought hard to get here and now what are they going to do now that they're here they're probably just going to keep rolling so you know there's no team coming in hotter to the playoffs i think than the hamilton tiger cats especially in the east and i'm really interested to see what they can do john are you able to stick with us for one more segment for sure all right awesome john bender with us calgary stampede alum and nevada wolfpack i'm not going to a commercial just yet a sports update guys if you can come back to me canada's brad gushu booked a ticket into the semifinals with a fifth straight win at the pan continental curling championship thursday with a 10-5 victory over new zealand at Windsport in the evening draw we were there on thursday canada is set to face chinese taipei today to close the round robin the inaugural pancontinental is the first time i've ever done it is a qualifier for all countries outside europe for the 2023 men's and women's world championships carrie anerson has clinched the spot for canada in the women's championship 
After winning five straight to open the tournament, Anerson's foursome dropped her first game of the tournament to the U.S. 8-6 on Thursday. So I'm sitting there watching the game, knowing we're on the air on the radio in Atlanta and 31 states going, USA, USA. I was torn, John. You know, you lived in Reno. So, yes, <laughs> he's got a K. You didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to say. I was at a glass case of emotion at Windsport Arena yesterday. Uh, yeah. Hockey. Riley Fiddler Schultz scored two goals in the final eight minutes of the game as the Calgary Hitman down the Victoria Royals 5-2 Thursday here at Seven Chiefs Arena on Sutina Nation in the dub. Oliver Tolk with one goal and one assist. Mateo Danis and London Hollett also scored for Calgary. Matthew Hodson and Caleb Parker notched one goal apiece for Victoria. Uh, Logan Cunningham made 28 saves in a losing effort. Tonight, the Bettisonat Tigers are in town, and uh, we'll be there on the air with the Tigers broadcast. This afternoon at 1 in the Saddledome, the Calgary Wranglers taking on Tucson today. So I'm thinking about a great hockey doubleheader here in Calgary. The Toronto Raptors finish off a two-game Texas road swing when they visit the Dallas Mavericks tonight. It's a travel day for the Astros and Phillies before the World Series resumes Saturday at Minute Maid Park in Houston. The Astros took two of three at Citizens Bank Park in Philly with a 3-2 win Thursday night and a 3-2 series lead. The sports update for Edo Japan with more than 160 restaurants nationwide. Edo Japan is proud to be Canadian-owned and operated for more than 40 years. More with John Bender coming up and rock legend Tom Cochran live here at the Stage Bar in Hour 2. We're on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and WQEE. The key, 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. We are live at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. What a beautiful morning there in the foothills. And a very busy sports weekend going on. Although our guest here today, John Bender, NCAA football CFL alum, saying the the event of the weekend in Canadian sports is in Vancouver, and I can't disagree with that. Sunday, the BC Lions, home to the Calgary Stampeders. Um, More with John in a moment, but from our viewers, quite a few here. Uh, well, well, they all know that Tom Cochran's coming up in hour two. Chris Charles watching in Surrey, B.C. on Game Plus TV, and he says, maybe you can do the CFL a favor. Ask Tom Cochran if he can do the Great Cup show. Do you have any thoughts on the all-star balloting scandal and the lack of a Great Cup announcement? I mean, yeah, so the Great Cup uh, announcement as far as having a halftime show, when you already have a sold-out stadium, I would imagine that what they're looking for is, you know, maybe two or three acts, maybe they have one or two confirmed, and maybe they're waiting on one. I'm not sure. I don't have insight there. That's what I imagine is going on, but they do have a sold-out stadium. They are still expecting probably three million viewers on TV. If I was them, though, I would find the best act. You can't to younger people interested. Obviously, the CFL could use some younger fans and whatever demographic that is or whoever that is. So, you know, I would look to that. A great uh, ad for them for the halftime show that I would put out there would be Coulter Wall, you know, Brad yeah. Wall's son. Former premier of Saskatchewan, yeah. Especially with country music fans and younger country music fans. Maybe that'd be a great fit. Uh, John Ferguson's watching on Game Plus television in London, Ontario, and he says, Hi, Rod. Watching on Game Plus through Rogers Cable. Great show as usual. 
Thanks, John. He says, you mentioned the U Sports Western football semifinals. In the OUA, London, Ontario, Western Mustangs ranked number one, are undefeated this year, and in the OUA semifinals. And here's your schedule. Queens Golden Gales at Ottawa Gigi's Saturday, 1 Eastern. And the other semifinal, Laurier Golden Hawks at the Western Mustangs. And that also won Eastern. Brady in Saskatoon's watching on Game Plus, And he says, I'm hoping Nathan Rourke. Oh, where did it go? Hoping Nathan Rourke comes out and plays well would be one heck of a story if he was to come back and lead them to the cup. So that takes us back to the CFL. What a story. His younger brother, Curtis Rourke, lighting it up with the Ohio Bobcats, Division I football. And now, Nathan, what a story with the BC Lions. How do you think he will fare in his first playoff game Sunday? I mean, I think that, uh, you know, we saw him come into McMahon Stadium and win a 41-40 game over the Calgary Stampeders. I was very impressed there. I mean, he really struggled early, and uh, as the game went on, it seemed that he kind of figured it out. Stampeders have one of the better defensive lines in the CFL. They have one of the better defensive schemes. They're a well-coached team top to bottom. And to come into McMahon Stadium and score 41 points, I was very impressed. So if he could do something similar, you know, if he can, you know, if he's healthy, you know, watched him play last week. I know he only got in for a few, few snaps there, but it looked like he can still sling it. it looked like he was finding the reads and he's got lots of talented receivers out there so i would you know i wouldn't be surprised if we run into a shootout there and it ends up being another 41 40 type game uh you know out there in bc this this weekend jamie out in nova scotia watching on game plus television gosh i love the coast-to-coast nature of this show jamie writes chase claypool definitely not the saving grace the chicago bears are looking for to help catapult them into the playoffs but great to see a canadian play on my favorite team question for the football panel besides what he brought to the steelers what can the bears expect from chase claypool and will he possibly help the bears turn it around and make a run for the playoffs as i knew before the season there on the outside looking in as always great joe it's been a while, but I always tune in when I can. Your pal, Jamie from Cole Harbor, Nova Scotia, home of Stanley Cup winner, Nate McKinnon. Cheers. Isn't Sidney Crosby <laughs> from Cole Harbor, too? Well, Nathan's got the cup, so that he's the hottest, sexiest thing there right now. What would you think when you saw Chase Claypool go on NFL trade deadline the other day? You know, I thought it was, uh, you know, I mean, he's seems like a guy that uh, could use a fresh start. I know that uh, there was a lot of talk there with the Steelers, with their TikTok crew, with uh, Juju and Claypool. They were doing a lot of stuff before the games that I know a lot of Steelers fans weren't thrilled with. And, uh, you know, it looked like he could use a fresh start. They got a lot of young wide receivers there in uh, Pittsburgh. And I know that he's not a super old receiver, but, you know, he played university football in the area only an hour and a half away at Notre Dame. And uh, maybe this is a more familiar spot for him. Maybe he can have an opportunity to be a number one receiver, close to number one receiver. He's a big receiver. You know, I think he's a guy that deserves a lot of targets and hopefully uh, he can have a long NFL career and, uh, you know, maybe really inspire the next generation here, Canadian uh, football players to get going. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it was Lee that pointed out a second round pick in the NFL draft is significant. He was a second round pick, but the Bears gave up a second round pick. That's significant. Right? For sure. I mean, any anytime you give up a you know round one, two, three, most of those guys come in and play the next season, if not start. And depending on the position, they could be one of the best players in the draft of that position. So, I mean, yeah, they they went out there and went out and got Claypool and thought they could do something with them, and you know here we are. So we're going to see what they can do. Uh, Clyde Carpenter says greetings from Newfoundland. Stampeders over the Lions, Alouettes over the Ticats. Those are my picks, by the way. Uh, the home team wins in the East final, the road team in the West. Eric Thomas, he's a Ticats fan. He says, BC and Calgary game is going to be a tough one to choose. 
both great defenses for sure. But you got to like, I would think you got to like the fact it's indoors, John, this time of year. I'm PC a, place. I'm an offensive lineman. Or you want to flip it the other way. You'd like I, to be outside? I'm an offensive lineman. I like to run the football. Give me bad weather. I loved it. Because bad weather to me meant, Ground my, and pound. meant my position group was going to have a big, uh, you know, could have a big moment in the game. And I wanted that, you know, on my position groups, you know, shoulders, so to speak. It's the same way when I played in University of Nevada, when it snowed and rained, I was like, good. Listen, I get it. But from a fan perspective, I want to see the skill guys display their skill. You get that. And there's one about cold and that. But to be slipping all over the place, I hate that. You like it? That's football. That's playoff football. Now, that's what they say, but skill players don't agree. <laughs> Receivers don't agree. There's 46 guys in that locker room. Yeah. Right? It's not all quarterbacks, wide receivers. Right. There's a lot more going on there. Trust me. Yeah. So you are preaching to the choir there, but when I went to South Florida for the first time and spent a lot of time there, all they want to talk about is the quarterbacks. Tua, Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill. And I'm, sure. I'm sitting there going, there's 50 other guys. They don't care. You get that mentality. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. yeah, there's always going to be the star players, and they always get either too much credit when they lose or too much credit when they win. It's the same on both sides. Absolutely. John Bender, let's do it again. Appreciate you. All right, for sure. Thank you. We'll be right back. Lee Genier sliding in next. Tom Cochran coming up live in Hour 2. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and on the Big Peach, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. All right, here we are. It is uh, the RP Show. This is Viewer Takeover. And Lee Genye has joined us here at the Stage Bar at Great Eagle Resort and Casino, our COO. How you doing, Lee? I am fantastic Friday. Yeah, Friday. You, yeah, you are not like my brother Leroy. You are straight Lee. Just Lee. It's French. <laughs> French Lee. Uh, a lot of questions came in there. Uh, for John Bender. I didn't get to all of them, and I apologize for those that I didn't. We'll have to bring him back. Ted and Red Deer says, John Bender, what a great guest. It's the first time I've listened to him. Awesome. From producer Clark, great to hear from John Bender. Thank you, Clark, for lining it up. Clark is homesick today, but I appreciate him checking in on the show. Johnny will be back. He's a good guy. He has a very uh, big show feel about him, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. He's great. Pro-wrestler pro feel pro, about him. Pro-wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Livermore in Calgary writes in. He says, I chatted with Lee at the Gray Eagle while you were on the air yesterday, RP. He's a great source of sports knowledge. Thanks, Lee. Lee's a great BSer. How about that? It's what 30 years in pro sports will get you. Yes. Same here, dude. Uh, and one more from my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat. She says, This live chat makes this show my favorite. Plus, Rod. And she has to say that. She's my cousin. Uh, but start spreading the news. We're live on YouTube. Let's go. Tell all your friends, as well as television across Canada. Tell us. Rogers, Sastel, Bell MTS, Eastlink, and across the United States. Um, Kevin, the medium, writes in. He says, sports keeps me sane. And trust me, that's not an easy challenge. It's a great diversion. I think what people forget, Lee, you just mentioned 30 years in pro sports. Same here. It is our career. 
Like it's everybody else's leisure, but it's our life for the oh. longest time. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, one day we will just have to just go dig deep into some of those crazy stories. Um, you know, that you have me running so many different teams, the j- different championships. Like, man, there is a lot of stories there. Oh, a lot of stories. Pick a day and uh, we'll do it. Um, Arlen Bruce the third chimes in. He says, Great Cup 111 in Vancouver 2024. That was announced yesterday. I want to go way back here to a comment from Ryan in northern Manitoba. Uh, it was about the NFL. Oh, shoot. Where the heck is it? I, I'm sorry, Ron. He talked about, are the New York Giants for real? Talked about the week nine games in the National Football League, and I can't find it now. Um, what will be your sports menu, yourself, Lee? Because everybody's is different, I've found, and that's what makes it fun. Well, this weekend, you know what? We've got some great hockey. Got the Devils coming to town tomorrow night, playing the Flames. Um, I might go to that game. I'm going to obviously watch a lot of NFL on the weekend. And obviously, there could be a deciding game in the World Series. So um, I'm going to pick up that as well. So, hey, man, there's a lot on tap. A lot of college game, you know, football on Saturday, as you know. So a full slate of unbelievable sports. So. I don't know why I can't find this comment from Ryan in northern Manitoba, the voice of the OCN blizzard, and maybe maybe he must have rescinded it. So, yeah, um, Robin in Prince Albert says, I can't wait for the new Netflix series. I'm not sure what he's referring to. I missed something there. But he says, welcome to Ottawa featuring Ryan Reynolds, the rise of the Senators in the NHL. For our American viewers, Ryan Reynolds, everybody knows him, movie star. Deadpool, that was his big one. Oh, yeah. Lots of movies, right? A lot of them. He has now come out, and I'll get to the Jets-Habs game. I'll get to that. But uh, this is national news. This is on SportsCenter, which is my news, that Ryan Reynolds is going to buy the Ottawa Senators. And I think people don't – he doesn't have $700 Well, you know, I'd have to disagree. Do you think he's got that much, Kate? He sold Aviation Gin for $850 million. So I think he does have, you know, somebody on SportsCenter last night, uh, I think it was Gino Retta, said that he was worth $150 million. I'm going, no, he is worth way more than $150 million. Good for him. Yeah. He's um, very funny, very talented, a very proud Canadian. And he owns a soccer team, doesn't he? Rexham. Last minute of play in hour one. I don't know. Yeah, he owns Rexham. So, yeah, like, I mean, I think there is a lot of validity to it. I'm sure there'd be a group of guys, right? Is generally, you always got a big-time backer, and they always just want a face of a celebrity. Yeah, so. Ryan in New York says, Ryan Reynolds of two guys, a girl, and a pizza shop fame. Was that his first show? Because I remember that show, and that was a good one. Uh, Jack in Alberta says, Rod, how about them Cowboys? Uh, they do have a bye this week, but we can talk about all the NFL games uh, coming up. I know that it's week 10 in college, and I believe the NFL is one week behind. Is it week nine in the NFL? Week nine. Yeah, all these leagues are going on right now. It's so much to stay on top of. We'll talk about the Jets and the Habs and more, and Tom Cochran coming up in hour two right here. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.